Hey, everybody. It's Thomas. Just wanted to say a quick thanks to all of you for coming to this website and supporting this show through all its crazy little iterations. As a quick reminder, if you're new, or if you just didn't know about it, the upper left hand of your screen, little box with the three dashes, all my archives sit in that little file. If you like this episode, if you like anything that we do, go ahead and give that a click. Check out some other fun episodes. Just as a public reminder, I got more content. It's always updating. All right. Thanks. Let's get on. There, God bless it. I had to burp live on mic because I didn't trust you two to, to hold the conversation while I was away. There was no I, conversation. Well, I mean, you looked like you were in pain. So I'm, I'm actually always in pain, but it's more emotional than anything else. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, to be fair, hey, well. Thanks for uh, joining us at uh, Beyond Last Call. Only thing I ever wanted this entire show was to get that laugh out of her. I did. All right, thanks. You got anything to plug, Mo? Good. Bye. No. Uh, it, to be fair, to be fair, that felt like the most like most nonplussed you both could have been about the statement of like I'm always in emotional pain. You're like, mm, okay, cool. I've known you for a while. <laughs> you have known me for a while. Something I realized the other day, something broke my heart, and I can't figure out what, because it is... Oh, mm. It's weighing on you? Um, it is... Eh, I'm going to date the podcast, but whatever. This year, I have not gotten into all the holidays. <laughs> oh, fuck it. I'll date the podcast. Who cares? Um, I haven't gotten into the Christmas spirit, and it's pretty close to, to Christmas. I like started watching um, Halloween episodes of television shows I like, Maybe on the thirtieth of October, it was so late in the game, <clears throat> and I realized what what happened. Why am I like this? I'm like, oh, I just don't care anymore. And something broke me. Something like broke my heart. Maybe last year or sometime, and just I don't care why. Uh, I don't know. This has been a really rough year, I think, for most people because I ha- I'm never really in the holiday spirit for anything, and so actually. The very first time I ever met uh, one of Jeremy's uncles. So I knew this about him. Full full disclosure. Uh, Jeremy, good friend of the show on a previous episode. And also the fiancé, we can say, Ah. of our good Queen Kathleen over here. Ah, yes. So uh, Jeremy's uncle is, like, super into Christmas. Like, he will dress up as Santa, like, all every year. Every year for any reason whatsoever. (laughs) In March. Oh, sweet. And so... Not March, but so he comes up to me the very first time I ever met him. He was like, do you want to sit on Santa's lap? Okay, that's a a strong opening statement. Like, hey, little girl, would you like to sit on Santa's lap? And I already know that Santa is him. And so I'm like, "Um, no. This is what, wait, wait. So what was your, what was your relationship status at that time? Um, We were dating and I was at his son's wedding. Okay, that's not, that's, that's. I don't know where that was. That land in a crazy spot. That's it's May. That was in May. So like October, not October, but like Christmas is like far away. Like to bring up Santa in May is a little weird. I'm just worried about the sitting on the lap thing. Like where yeah. where do you where do you lie? This is his uncle, right? Where do you lie on 
No, it's weird. I thought it was yeah. creepy. I it's... thought it was creepy. And then and then I said, no. And he's like, but do you know who Santa is? I'm like, yeah, you. I, I, I'm a 30-year-old woman. Please stop doing this weird, like, weird, weird bit to me. Like, and then, so last night we were at actually his family's Christmas party. And <laughs> they were talking about Christmas, Santa, whatever. And his uncle comes over and he's like, Katie doesn't like Santa. And I'm like, you're right, I don't. What, 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 what do you want from me? I'm a grown-ass woman. What, what is this bit that you're doing? I can't understand this. He, he is that uncle. Yeah. I've, and I've got a zero-tolerance policy for that uncle. Here's the thing. I, I, am, I, I don't know where I lie on things. I try to be the stand-away, like, this is an indictment of me, like crazy, but I try to be a very hands-off, that's, fuck, wish I didn't word this this way, a very hands-off uncle. <laughs> I'm just going to roll with that. They should all be hands-off. Yeah, 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 they really shouldn't be. All, yeah. In the respect that I, I, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm, I'm far away from a lot of my family, so you know they, they see me very rarely. But I don't want to be the weird one. I don't want to be the creepy one. I don't want to be the, the one that we don't talk about. I don't want to be the one that's, that's an embarrassment to the family. My big thing is I, I do want to be the irresponsible uncle. I do want to be that one. Like, yo, Uncle Alex, they can call him up and and he'll drive us around in his cool sports car and buy us toys and do all this crap for us because he doesn't care. Like, yeah, because I don't have to. I don't have to raise you kids. I have to make sure you don't die because my brother will punch me. That's about it. And I I like that zone. Creepy and 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 irresponsible start they start frolicking with each other every once in a while. So you gotta kinda watch that level. I I have uh I have my own uncle, who is what I consider an embarrassment. Um, nice. Completely embarrassed me, like, a, like not this past summer, but the summer before or something like that. It, it came up, like, this past summer because he was just being the worst type of human being. And it reminded me of how I let it slide that, speaking of throwing punches, he drunkenly threw a punch at both myself and Jeremy and uh wait is this, this is not uncle santa so this is not uncle santa that's, you just you, you wait. this is my own uncle this, okay this is yours okay so so, so uncle santa is is uh is jeremy's uncle sweet but uh you're, you're just blending two marvelous situations oh, two right here marvelous situations but uh he was he's my he's my mom's brother and he was being a huge dick to her and i was just like and my zero tolerance policy, I guess, because I'm getting old. I'm like, no, you're a dick. And if you keep being a dick, I'm not going to invite you to my wedding and I'm not going to feel bad about it. And my mom lost her shit. And she was like, you can't not invite him without telling him why he's a dick. And I'm like, oh. It should be so pretty, it's so is me, pretty self-explanatory when he tries to punch people. Like, pretty well, he, self-explanatory. Well, he forgot that he did it, number one. Well, that's what he claimed. And then he remembered it worse in which he thought that he knocked Jeremy's glasses off. And I'm like, wow, you just made yourself look worse, but I'm not going to correct you because I'm thinking you need to apologize. And he writes this whole email about how, you know, he didn't mean to. And I'm like, okay, so I'm reading this email and nowhere do I hear a, I'm sorry for throwing a punch at your face. And I'm like, still waiting. Yeah, just and then it. and then he was like, well, and, and send my apologies also to Jeremy. And I'm like, no, you're a grown-ass adult. You, you can go talk to him. You, you can literally... are going to send your apologies personally to Jeremy. And, oh, it was a huge fiasco. I got 
I got yelled at by other ants. Everyone was calling me immature. And I was like, no, no, no. I will not apologize. So what do I have to look forward to in your nipples? Do am I gonna am I am I gonna body slam somebody? No, no. Wait, wait, when's the date? Uh August 17th. Okay. We'll just dating this podcast again. Okay. Well, I will start getting in the gym, getting swole, so I can give a rock there, bottom to anybody that steps. Well, you know, I actually, I have told, I have told our, uh, our, our dear black belt friend. Oh, I really thought you were just going to, you were going to leave the belt off of that, by yeah, the way. I was no, like, I got, I got my dear black your, belt friend. Your what kind of friend? Uh-huh. And, uh. Uh, Michael, you have like seven. Oh, black I know. Friends. You're but, you're part of that crew. Yeah, but Michael is the one who knows the whole backstory, and I'm like, I if I if I nod the word, you drop him. I don't feel threatened. Full disclosure. Okay. 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 I'm just gonna I'm gonna throw that out. We, I'm gonna throw that out there. I mean, yeah. I mean, I I I do martial arts. Jeremy does a different martial arts. They all do martial arts. That's that's the thing. Is like I have nothing to prove. Jeremy's dad last night, I was talking about Brazilian jiu-jitsu, and I think he thought it was a dance. <laughs> That's because, fair. Because he was like, oh, you no, know. No, it's not. Uh, it, it's, 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 is, is it not fair? In his defense, everything that the kids say is all like a weird thing now. That's been around for how long? Oh. How long's rap been around and people don't, can't name a rapper? Yeah, you can't even, you can't even name a rapper. Eminem. <laughs> Why? Why'd you pick a name? Huh? Why'd you pick a name? This is funny. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. name another one. Obvious. Vanilla Ice. I knew you were gonna do it. I knew you were gonna do this to me. Char Millionaire. Oh God. Char Millionaire. Machine Gun Kelly. Machine Gun Kelly. Yeah. Stop doing this. Stop this bit right now. <laughs> Diane Word. God damn it. Stop this. Uh, what? Uh, what? Everlast from House of Pain. Yeah. Can we? Can we just go through and name all the white rappers? Is that a possibility? Was Uncle Cracker black or white? Uncle Cracker was definitely white. Okay. I w- wait. Wh- I don't know. Could, could Uncle Cracker be black? Could <laughs> that, that be a thing? That would be awesome, though. Actually, <laughs> can, what, can we? Would it? Can we have a black rapper called Uncle Cracker? I kind of want that now. <laughs> like, can we workshop that? We'll figure this out. We'll, we'll make it happen. Um, Your next life. Uh, whoa, I got enough problems with people talking about that's no, not not gonna happen. Um, Bubba Sparks, by the way, Bubba Sparks in there too, who I will defend on his first two albums. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to this shit show we call Beyond Last Call. We're drinking and having fun, except only me. I'm drinking, <laughs> and I'm only, only I'm having fun. But we're just sitting here miserable. But fuck you, every we're, day <laughs> we're here. He just looks a little dead inside. <laughs> Super Thank dead. You. You're welcome. That's his normal face. Um, we are here today, besides talking about our, our horrible, racist, and or violent uncles, here today with Bo, who is a, a one-time, a ringer of the podcast, has been, been on before, and Katie, Yay. Queen Kathleen, as mm. it were. You, you do you. I do. Uh, I will do. You, that. you actually will be the only person who calls me Kathleen. I like long, long versions of names. I don't know why. Uh, in that regard, I was gonna say Beauregard. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, oh, I can't say my full name. <laughs> yeah, well, you can. I'll edit it out. I won't. I'll let you. I'll let you so, die on this. When I was young, I found out my dad wanted to call me Beauregard. Yeah. And my mom wouldn't let him. Now that, and I would have hated it growing up. Right. Now that I'm older, my name would have been Beauregard James. <laughs> would have been like a Southern plantation owner. You basically would have been. Yes. That that's a pretty like old timey Southern right? name. You you would had to have like. Had a uh, a whiskey named after you, by the way. Right. Uh, talking today about 
a little something about business because I know shit about it because look at me, not monetizing this entire website that I'm paying for, <laughs> making no money. But these people making it rain fat stacks, right? Some days. All day, every day. Yeah. Well, I like the confidence Kathleen brings. Bo, I'm not so sure about you. But sure. Well, Bo, I'll start with you. What do you provide for the world that you, that you decided you can do that other people suck at? Uh, it's a lot of IT work, mostly. I actually just do a lot of crap on the side. I sell, I sell on eBay as well, and occasionally do car repairs for people. Right. But your main, your main jam, your, 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 your business, when you had a storefront, when you had the whole thing, you had to drive over and, cl- and clock into yourself and do the whole taxes thing, that was what? Yeah, that was uh, computer, mostly computer and laptop drop-off and repair. Okay. Kathleen. So um, my dad and I own a family business, so I did not start this myself. Uh, the business was started about 30 years ago. Traitor. I hate you now. I can't believe I let you on the show. But uh, no, false, I for the past, for the past uh, two or three years, I've just been buying little percentages. So I actually am a uh, part owner. Oh, nice. I am a minority owner because no, I don't No, no, have- no. You're, you're white. You're very white. <laughs> that, We're working it, on it. You know, you know. <laughs> How does she? What does that mean? Well, like, te- she's, she's gonna get more Asian as she goes along? No, actually, technically, because I'm a woman, I count as a minority oh, yeah, owner. I guess, I guess you are. Yeah, yeah. Um, but in all sense of the word, also, also, she's becoming Asian. Um, what? <laughs> I, thought, I thought half of us were women. Have wait, half of us have people? Yeah, because of the X chromosome. Oh, half people. Yeah, te- uh, yeah, yeah. Technically, you're majority. That's like that's like the classic thing where, oh, like people in America say, "Oh my goodness, she she's so exotic and Asian and like the Chinese thing. It's so beautiful. Like I that know. is literally the most common human being on the face of the earth. Like you being a white person with brown hair is a much more exotic thing in the grand scheme of things. But yes, well, I you. I have I did. <laughs> you are you're ex- you're exotic, Bo. Look at you, ex- your exotic white boyness. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> It's amazing. Yeah, so we um, we have uh, two different companies. One, we're uh, an intermediary for uh, business uh, real estate owners, and then my dad is also a tax attorney. So we combine uh, a section of the tax code with tax planning, and that's what we do all day, every day. And I am uh, also going back to school. I just finished my CPA certificate. I got three more classes to do, and then I will have those fancy letters after my name. Nice. Oh. So I'm, you know, improving myself, even though I'm not technically a lawyer. Sometimes people think that I am, and uh, my dad just doesn't correct them. Okay, I'm going to uh, put that down on the docket. A uh, lawyer friend. Actually, I do. I already have a lawyer friend, so no. <laughs> hopefully she's listening. Hey, yo, shout outs. Um, Jessica, shout outs. Um, so the question becomes, let's start with you, Bo. When did you think, or, or did you ever have a realization that the nine to five thing, well, did you ever have a, a solid nine to five ever in your kind of adult life or even in your, your high school life? Yeah, definitely. I mean, uh, my career versus my business is very uh, random. I was working a nine to five and had the business on the side for a while. Then I closed, got rid of the nine to five, ran the business full time. Then shut the business down in the storefront, went back to the full job full-time, started leaving the job f- from full-time to part-time, went back to the business, tried to do it full-time, and now I'm, I've decided to actually shut the business down. 
Um, at some point, probably in the next month or two, I'll be putting a thing on my website uh, that I'm no longer accepting new customers. Oh, no. And go from there. Oh, no. Why, uh, why shutting it down? Uh, it's just gotten way too much in my personal life. It just takes up too much time. To, it's I'm without the storefront. I'm forced to spend a lot of time rebuilding my customer base. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm I, financially, I could be fine by because I have a lot of inventory to sell on eBay. But I'm spending way too much time on running around trying to get stuff done. I'm just going to settle down. And I want to get out of Ohio. That's actually the other big thing. Yeah. And building up a local client base does not help me get out of Ohio. Yeah, yeah. That so is valueless. I'm going to start uh, working on getting some more IT certifications, go back to the job full time, maybe apply at a couple other places, uh, rock that out for two or three years, move, get out of here, find a job somewhere. And then maybe at some point I'll do my own consulting thing again, um, more along the lines of IT security by that point. Where do you stand? in nine to five versus or, or, or working for somebody else versus working for yourself or you, which one would you rather be doing what do you dream life would you want to be doing it depends if i could have a solid set of contracts or whatever i would totally be fine working on my own or another thing i've considered is you know there are it contracts where you just do it as a job for seven months then mm-hmm. you have to find a new one that could be something I could do because I mean my ex- my personal expenses are really low. So, you know, after I move out of Ohio, I could work for seven months, take a couple months off, do whatever, right? Then pick it back up again. The freedom appeals to you, yeah, yeah. But I- but at the same time, as long as I'm doing work that I want to do and is enjoyable to me, I you know the nine to five isn't that bad. Now that I've gotten back into it and settled back into more of a role that I feel like I belong in. Whereas the, the role and environment, because when I first got back into this nine to five job, I was working in a server room, which was flick fucking cold. Yeah, you can say fuck. On the show. Yeah, it was really <laughs> cold in there. I hate being cold. That's why I want to move out of Ohio. <laughs> and it was also really loud in there. And I think because not because directly of the server noise and all the fans and the air conditioner that was in there, but because I had to do phone support as well. I had to have the phone pressed really close, and it was on my left ear. I now have tinnitus in my left oh, ear. Oh, do you? Yeah. Oh, shit. Well, so, wait. But if we're working somebody else, insurance. This is true. Yeah, yeah. That is absolutely a yeah, fact. I'm, I'm, I'm sure they pay for that, right? There's nothing you can do for tinnitus. I mean, for nothing, really? Really. Oh, Jesus. It's it's either you you acclimate to it, and it might go away, which mine did go away for... A little bit this summer, and then I went to a concert and took my earplugs out, and it's it's been back since. That's my fault. I, but full disclosure on this one: past twenty two or whatever it is, earplugs at every concert. This is a PSA from this show. Earplugs at concerts, yeah, believe in them. Yeah, it was the environment, uh, also the pay that I I felt like it really wasn't a big enough jump to, from what they gave me for what I had to do and what I had to put up with from leaving the comfort of working my personal business where I was working like 32 hours a week yeah. essentially there. So I was really kind of miserable because it was a really quick cut jump from I got my own business, everything's comfortable. And then I went straight to that. And I'm sitting there eight hours a day, just freezing in this loud room and kind of hating some of the work I'm doing on and not feeling like I'm being adequately um, paid for it. Okay. Uh, you ever, you ever have, you ever worked, for not your father and you or yourself? 
yes. What, what what was your what was your shit job back? What, you know what? That's a good you question. What, what was it, your shit job? Like, you know what, what did you? It wasn't shitty. I actually really enjoyed it. It was not a nine to five. It was a seven to three. It was a um, metal fabrication fabrication plant. Is that so? Uh-huh. Uh huh. It was actually um, my best friend's dad's company. I was an engineer student, engineering mechanical. Uh, when I was at, uh, I guess Miami, I didn't stay there long, so I guess it doesn't matter. Yeah, um, no, none of this matters. This entire show doesn't matter. <laughs> um, and so I was a, um, mechanical engineering student and I wanted to learn more about it. And so I actually started working as an assistant and it was uh, a seven to three and I really enjoyed it. Actually. I, I love running around doing multiple tasks, helping a lot of people and, I guess I'm just very blessed that that experience really kind of helped my multitasking going forward. Uh, I was laid off after I worked there for six months uh, when I was transferring schools. So just the way that I went from semesters to quarters, it just worked out that way that I worked there for almost half a year in one stint. And then I went back the next summer. Um, and at the end of the summer, they were they were doing big layoffs, and so I was just a, a lowly assistant, and so I I got kicked. But you know, it was my my school was starting again, so it wasn't it wasn't the biggest deal. Um, but I was always told that like if they could hire me back, they would. I got a really glowing recommendation from them, um, and then I just continued on. But I really I didn't really work for anyone else other than my dad in kind of a, you know, a full-time, you know, or myself, you know, I, I had, um, I had my own Mary Kay business and that actually taught me a lot of valuable skills too, especially with the phone. A lot of people are afraid of the phone, especially a lot of young people. And I, and I feel like, uh, that really helped me learn. And so a lot of my job experiences and I, I'm, I'm really blessed because I know people have a lot of shitty experiences, but you know, I every every job experience that I had, you know, it had the shitty parts of it. I, I definitely know what you mean by when you have your own business, you feel like it's, you know, enveloping your whole your whole personal life. That's kind of how I felt when I had my own Mary Kay business was it it was completely based through my phone and my phone was always with me all the time. And I, it usually it just got to the point where I didn't have enough time for it. I still I still do it to this day. I have a lot of loyal customers, and I keep stuff in stock for them. And well, for I, Mary Kay? Uh-huh. Really? Yeah. You're still rocking Mary Kay. You're going to get the pink Cadillac. Oh, that's no. What that's what you're shooting for? No. Can I talk about that? By the way, the pink Cadillac is 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 such a is, is a carrot. It's such a carrot, and I see them every once in a while on the streets, and I think to myself, because it is essentially kind of a Ponzi scheme kind of thing, from what I understand. It's not a Ponzi scheme. It is very, they're very open about what they what they do. They are very open. And so it is not, yeah, it's not a pyramid scheme, but it is, but, but, it's but multi-level. The, yeah, it's the, multi-level. Yeah, what, whatever you want to call it, it, it is, again, I don't want to say scheme. I don't want to say, you know, one of those it Ponzi's. Makes it, it makes it sound like it's illegal. Yeah, yeah, and it's, it's not. It's just you gain more ground and you are more valuable uh, when you have people selling the product for you. When you recruit people to sell the product for you, then you're, then you're gold. But also... They're one of the few that actually sells a product that's worth a shit. Can I? I want to throw that out there for for quote unquote a Ponzi scheme kind of company. The knives, the fucking 
widgets and was it like, hey, you can sell this bullshit for, you know, whatever and make 10 cents a month. Like, that's stupid, but you can convince somebody else to sell this bullshit for, and you'll make $1,000. Well, yeah, but the thing is still bullshit. Like, makeup is a thing that people need. And, so, and I, and I would say that one of the reasons why I still do it is because, you know, I get 50% off. And yeah. so I, I buy the stuff that I need for my clients and then I buy the stuff I need for myself and I, you know, I do it like twice a year. I, I get what I want and they get what they want. And it's a, it's still a good, it's still a good uh, thing I got going, but I don't do it full time anymore. Yeah. In college, I did it full time. And actually one of my, uh, I have a bunch of good friends that all have the pink Cadillac. Are you shitting me that you made it that that far? Oh yeah, what I have. Because f- again, that is such a brass ring that's out there, and like ah, see, yeah, fucking nobody can get that Cadillac. It's mm-hmm. it's like the stupid Pepsi points back in the day. If you collected a billion Pepsi points, they give you a, like a fighter jet or some shit. Clearly, you're not going to get a billion Pepsi points and get a fighter jet, but it's on the page. I know about. 10 different Cadillac, pink Cadillac sales director. For fuck's sake. And uh, one of actually the women who are, who is in my wedding, one of my bridesmaids is a actual national sales director for Mary Kay. She was my mentor when I was, when I was selling in college. Wait, wait. She has has the pink Cadillac. She's got a pink Escalade. They make pink Escalades now. Holy shit. And and she's got four kids, so she needed something bigger than just a Cadillac. Oh, well, she see anybody right now? Uh, she's married. She's got four kids. T- t- tell her I said what's up. <laughs> anyway, do what? Every time. Katie, the question becomes, did you have a shitty, you never, did you ever have like Papa John's? Did you ever have Dairy Queen? Did you ever have that job? No. No? No, because when I tried to get a job in high school. They told they, you you're a woman and threw you out. No, they told me they had a quota <laughs> of, of, of so many uh, high school students. Yeah, that's probably And fair. so they weren't, they could not employ over a certain percentage of people under 16 or whatever the age was. And so when I went to apply, they basically told me that I didn't even interview. They looked at my age and they said, we're just not, we're not hiring people in high school. To be fair, that's, that's the general consent. Like there, there's no great value to hiring high school kids. It's just what you do. Like Burger King gets them because, well, what the hell we can hire yeah. 16 year olds because it, I mean, it doesn't matter. I tried to get shitty jobs, but no, nobody hired me. <laughs> Bo, you ever have a shitty job? Yeah. What? I worked at <laughs> yeah, my job right now. two different grocery stores, a factory, FedEx twice. I actually did do IT work at the zoo. That wasn't a shitty job. I sold knives. Uh, you you, sold, you sold were part those. of the sh- knives coalition. I have, I have some. I like them. They're good knives. <laughs> the cu- uh, the cu- yeah, the but nobody no needs knives like that. They're pretty nice. They they are, but I th- I think it's because um, makeup is consumable, and consumable items are going to be are going to be replaced. Oh, yeah, if, once if you get you, a set of those knives. Yeah, yeah. Are we are we selling the knives right now? Is, is this been all a ploy for the knife selling corporation? This show is sponsored by Big Knife Vector or something. I, don't I know. think yeah, it's Vectron Vectron or something. I yeah. think yeah. Oh, oh sh- we need to stop saying <laughs> that until they give us money. Um, no, no, but but like it's like selling toilet paper. It's one of those things. Like, yeah. if you sell toilet paper, you are going to be in business for a while because people are going to always need to bite their ass. Right. You know, whereas like, hey, I'm selling storm windows. Well, I don't own a house, but storm windows are great. And they're like, yeah, but you only need them so many times. Yeah, yeah. only so many. It only applies to so many people. Toilet paper will sell no matter what. Well, and that's what I was. I was actually talking to my my dad about it uh, just the other day, and it's not only is it, and I'm 
obviously is selling the product, but it not only is it, is it, you know, something you consume every day, but it's also the prices are way better than what you get at the mall. Mall prices are like, I don't know, 15, you know, or like 50% more sometimes. It depends on how, like, are you looking at Estee Lauder? Because that shit's expensive. Here's the thing. No frame of reference. Like, I, I that is one thing. I, ladies, I love you. All the, the, the girls that I know, I love you to death, and I try. Makeup prices, you, makeup prices, and I'm getting better at underwear prices, but makeup prices are, you could, my best friend, that is a lady, could walk out and tell me, hey, I paid a million dollars for this lipstick, and it was a deal. I'm Okay, sure. I have no fucking idea how much makeup costs. Not but a clue. He, but here's the thing. All things for women always cost so much more. Hell yeah, they do. And it's God. just like... <laughs> Tip no, I don't or, need, or I, I point don't, number six thousand six hundred seventy-one. Why being a guy is way easier than this is not to say that being a man is better, but being a guy is a billion times easier. Uh, I'm sorry, where were we? Uh, yeah, we're still we're still uh, shilling for Mary Kay right now. Yeah, that's what we're doing. Here. No, we're not, for, I mean, so uh, <laughs> I mean, to me, it was just to at the end of the day, it was it was a, a time commitment that. I wasn't going to make full time because when I graduated, I was actually, I was applying to, I wanted to work, you know, at this travel place because I love travel. Um, but they were really only looking for interns and not like actual employees. And so I was like, mm, peace. And <laughs> then I really wanted to work at the vet and they legitimately never even returned an email to me when I had sent in the resume. You could at least say no. Mm, it, and hence why I'm here. It was a heart. You don't know how heartbroken I am about having people not be responsive to it. It, it, it seems insane sometimes when you're just like, hey, can you, you throw out an email or see me a resume that seems perfect. For the person you were looking for like this this is it i could not be more appropriate for this job and tumbleweeds and it sucks yeah so that's actually how i got into working for the family business i had i had been working for my dad um for the past you know 15 years you know labeling shredding scanning those kinds of you know i actually always did the finances and so i would come in you know once a week and to, you know, to walk around the scrooge Truman Duck Vault. Yeah, to me. I, I, I want. I want that. By the way, I know so little about you, but I do have a fantasy about you. Like I'm doing my father's finances, and you just opening the vault and diving in Scrooge McDuck style. All right. Yeah. Uh, that, that, you, that's the image that I have. You keep. You keep that image. That's, yes. I don't know why. Just somewhere. You have a big ass house for goodness sakes, or your father does. My dad does. Yeah. Whatever. So there's a Scrooge McDuck vault underneath that. <laughs> Roll with that. So so yeah, I started I started working there and, and you know, I'm throwing out all these resumes and uh, my dad was just like, you know, I really I really could use some help. And uh, his joke is, is he invited me out to lunch and then he tricked me into staying and I never left. Oh, uh, so somewhat slavery of his own young daughter. Well, That's great. Just you know, that, why do you have kids otherwise? You only have kids for free labor until you're like, well. You know what? I She's got 20, so I got to pay her now, I guess. Actually, I got to give my dad credit. Uh, he always paid us oh, when man. we when I was younger. Then what's the point of having kids? Uh, tax write off. That's the reason I again. Deduction, free. you know, they you mow, know, they mow your lawn for free. That's what I want. 
Yeah, I used to mow the lawn, except as you've seen, I live on a huge house on a hill, and I flipped the lawnmower once, and then my dad was like, nope, never, <laughs> you are not allowed to do it ever again. This does bring about a good question. Bo? Okay, hmm. Bo. <laughs> what is the closest you've ever come to death in your life? Hmm. Rolled, uh, did I, roll my, I think I rolled my dad's car. You rolled his car? You rolled it. I think. I think. I, I don't know. I, I had put such, it in a ditch. Like, I the concussion was so much, I can't remember. No, I mean, I, I, we came out with that injuries. The car was all fucked no, up. No, that, that, that counts. My closest, by all means, I'm not injured. But if not for X amount of inches, I'd be dead. One of those things. Wait, how did you roll his car? Why? Were you in the car? I was. Yeah, I was driving. I just got my literally just got my permit that day. <laughs> how, did, had, how did he let you ever touch a wheel ever again? I, I had, was having. I had received some incredibly bad news that day. Okay, turned out to be false, <laughs> but that's just a long personal story. But but wait, I if, if you're just, 15, how bad is the news? I assume the news is probably it was life changing. Um, okay, like permanent life changing stuff, like medical. But it turned out okay. to be not fa- not true, so I was fine. Whatever. Cause it, cause I, at it, the time, I was just so zoned out about it, and we're driving down these country roads because I grew up in the middle of freaking nowhere, and my dad just goes turn, turn where, turn. And by the time I realized he was telling me to turn, we were drifting. Dr- wait, a front wheel drive car around a turn, and then I didn't. Uh, no, I, I just landed why, in the ditch. Why did he just not say, you know, we we he, missed the turn, we missed it. Let's just go on and turn back around or whatever. No, I mean, I, I w- we would have just ran straight into an embankment. We would have oh, been fucked up if had I not. Oh, turned. oh, it, it's one of those but things. I, but I cut it and spun the car around. And we landed in the ditch really hard. Holy shit. Um, if I'd have cut it back, I might have been able to save it. But you know, I was 15, just got my yeah, permit yeah, yeah. or whatever. Or eight. Actually, I think it was 18. That was, it was a late start for that. But yeah, it was uh, it was a bad day. Oh, jeezy, crazy, Katie. I don't really have anything that dramatic. But I was actually um, the thing that I can think of. It seems I'm not obviously dead, but um, you are not. I was climbing a tree. Uh, when I was in, in Germany with uh, our, our friend Kiri, they told me that, that the, uh, the bus was coming soon and that we had to get down because, you know, we were all climbing the tree together. But for some reason, I was a lot higher up than everyone else. And they're like, oh, we got to catch the bus. So let's go. So I, I jumped down to the next branch and then I grabbed the, the branch I was going to swing down from gracefully gracefully um except i thought there was gonna be bark on the branch that i could grip and there (laughs) was not so i swung and i landed straight on my neck on the ground and it was and when i stood up i was there was ringing in my ear and i was i completely lost all uh what's it called when you're um your equilibrium. So, so we're like, we're like trying to run and they're like, and they still don't realize that I am like, I'm like really in a bad place. So they're like, let's go. And so I stand up and I start walking what I think is straight and I veer like real hard left. Yeah. And all of a sudden they realize that I am like walking into the street and then they're pretty dramatic. And so, I I had I'm sure I had a concussion. Like I didn't go to the hospital because it was 
Sunday in Germany and everything was shut and we were living in the middle of nowhere and I didn't I didn't know what to do but I remember like emailing my family I'm like you know don't worry about it but my brother is an ER doctor or my brother-in-law is an ER doctor and I'm like can somebody ask you know William if this sounds like a concussion and also what should I do and uh so I had to go to a chiropractor I don't know, I went like probably a couple years ago or I started going and they took an x-ray of my neck and it's like, yeah, see, a neck is supposed to like go like that and yours is like kind of weird and I'm like, okay, so let's come to the chiropractor more often and luckily there's one by my office so now I go pretty regularly before, wait, before wait. I didn't. So you're just fucked up forever now? I guess. Wow, good. This is my team of fucked up friends. Tinnitus and broken necks. Sweet. I didn't break it, so thank God. Yeah, yeah, but but yeah, but you're you're bad though. You, this is the island of misfit toys here. Oh uh, man, seasonal. I I I I hurt myself. I swear to God, I don't know what happened. By the way, that's, I, a, that's a horrible thing I just said to my friends. You know, I accept it. Yeah. When I was sixteen, I was playing soccer. Um, I was a rower, but for fun, we were just playing soccer, and I had the ball running to go score, and I shit you not, I tripped over a blade of grass, and I tore my ACL. Wait, wait, no, 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 no. I feel I shit you not tripped over a blade of grass. Those two can't come in the same sentence because you, you can't I, do the, the the turf monster caught you, and you just the turf monster got yeah, me, yeah. and and I it's, had it's a, a, a football injury from falling over. That, that happens. That happens. AJ Green is doing that right now. It, it happens. But that's pretty intense. Never. Wait a minute. Have you? You did the ACL and your, your knee got all messed up. Yeah. Yeah. My knee is messed up. Oh, sweet. That's oh. messed up forever. Oh, nice. God, this is this is awesome. I'm going to pick you both last for my dodgeball team. Let that be known. That's fine. Uh, you got well. I, I feel like I've got better chances. Than I she yeah. Good, good thing. I don't know why I'm adding her into your like. All you can do this is not here. Pretty minor compared yeah. to what she's got going on over there. Sorry. No, no. Let, let's talk about you. Bo, I'm so I'm so sorry about your problems. Oh, no. and if I open my jaw too far, it clicks. What <laughs> What is it? What is that? That's a that's a thing. Yeah, isn't that a, a TMJ? Uh, I don't know. I, it doesn't bother me at all. My dentist always asks about it. It's never an issue. Uh, you've been to the dentist. I've never been to the, you. You work for yourself, and you've been to the dentist. I have insurance, dental insurance. Now I'm like, I'm not going to the dentist. Fuck that. I got wisdom teeth that are impacting and killing me. And well, yeah, just, I'm gonna just guess those just that just hurts forever now. No. Yes. No. It you, just hurts forever now. You you There's, have those removed. No, I'm not. What am I going to do? I'm going to be down for X amount of days. I can't be down for any days. I need no. No, what do you mean no? I wasn't. No, I was I was eating burgers by the third day after my wisdom teeth were out. Chinese that evening. What do you when did you get yours removed? Twenty early twenties. Okay. I from what I understand, a, a mutual friend of ours, Jim almost said his last name. Uh Jim, shout out to Jim. Um got his removed really recently and apparently it's it in the your recovery time increases exponentially as you get older. Mm. Oh, that so makes sense. so when you're t- Six or whatever, boom. I mean, hours, and then teenager a day, and then twenties a couple of days, and then you know, I am in my mid thirties now. Should probably get removed now because at forty, I'm gonna, I'm really gonna be down for a week. Yeah. So, uh, real talk question, but also on topic, real real talk question. Hmm. What was the first thing you could remember wanting to be when you were a little tiny baby boy when you grew up? I have always worked on computers like i got my my first computer uh, god when i was 
between seven and nine, it was a Tandy TRS eighty. Ooh. Which and I'm not that old. Like it was definitely <laughs> it was very secondhand by the time it got to me. Right. But um, that just kind of sparked it. And I've actually been doing computer work since my teenage years. And that like in, buying them, flipping them, and whatnot. Like I've been doing this forever. You've never wanted to be like a fireman or anything like that. No. Really, you just you just knew this was always coming, and there you are. Yeah, I mean, nowadays I would not mind the opportunity to do some uh, performance automotive work, but yeah. that's years off. Yeah, I, if that ever happens. So is would that be? Would you ever trade? You've amassed all this knowledge regarding your IT work, your computers, your, your that whole thing. Do you think you could blow it up and start again at in your thirties now and just say, you know what, I'm gonna I'm gonna just try something new. You have you have that in you again. If I had a solid enough ground, maybe the big issue is I do have a tattoo in my hand, which mm-hmm. in IT a lot more lenient for that kind of thing. Cause yeah, whatever. But, you know, as far as, like, being a sales executive or being a lawyer or anything fancy, not really open to me unless I get that removed. I'm going to – you know what? I actually have to chime in because I have a – we just hired him, a marketing director who used to do cold calls. And, I mean, he he was in the the Army or something or other. I mean, he's got – he's got things – all the way up his hand. I mean, he's got a fucking... I really want to ask him about it one day. He's just got, like, car- playing cards on his arm. And they're, like, huge. Like, like, I feel like that's a very... Like, are you... Did you hire a shifty guy? Like, yeah, I got these fucking playing cards and a goddamn uh, no. a pirate flag. And I'm like, really? That he's guy? A, he, actually, uh, he actually was our... Not was. He is. He is our neighbor across the street who my dad had been talking to for like a whole year and then after a year he was just like man i could use this guy and he came in for an interview and he didn't, ha- he didn't have like well, a tattoo of han solo on his back nah, or anything like something was like oh yeah sure that's that doesn't mean anything not that i'm aware of but i mean he does i mean like when, when even when he wears a long sleeve shirt but he like you know tries to shake someone's hand you can tell that he is covered in tats i get it um but it is a little different because your dad knew him for a year like, if I just walk in on right, I'm a just, lot of interviews, they might just see that and be like, oh. Mm. No, no, no. I know what you're saying, yeah. but I'm just. Oh, no. It's it, definitely being more accepted, for sure. It's an option. It, it is an option on your table. Yeah. Katie? So you had the vet thing. You had a, a lot of things going. You had a lot of things, apparently. What, what was the first thing you can remember being when you were a little tiny baby girl? Well, the first thing uh, was, a was. No, actually close, though. Like, a ballerina. So my mom's, my mom's roommate in college was. Like, she worked for the Cincinnati Ballet. She was, like, their lead dancer. And she gave my mom the pair uh, the pair of slippers she used for the Nutcracker. Now, little did I know that they, I mean, they go through so many shoes. Yeah, yeah. I thought, I was like, oh, my God. I own the Nutcracker slippers. <laughs> and so, and so I used to, I used to wear those around. I used to, you Some know, funky old woman shoes. You're just, like, rocking around the house. Yeah, I, I would. Ten and, times too big for you. But, you know, for better or worse, my dad told me that I just did not have the body type for, for a ballerina, which is, you know, 100, 100 pounds and, like, six foot. To be fair. To be fair. that it, it, I think ballet is a thing that, that people, mostly women, but... but to an extent, men, but they can kind of muscle their way through it. They can yeah. like lift enough weights and do things and change their bodies up. But uh, I know a lot of women that are like, you know, if you don't 
quite have the body for it. It is you can try all you might. It just is not going to work. It's out. just not going to work for you. And so I remember, I remember, I was I was super young still, and I was just like, ooh, I'm like going around the house, and I'm like, this is what I want to be. And my dad is so practical. He's just like. Fuck you're, that! You're you're just, crush, I would have crushed those dreams right now. He's like, "You're, I, you can have fun with this, but I'm just going to tell you that you have to be a certain type of body to be a ballerina, and it's it's tall, and you're not tall." He, wa- he knew he was going to make you work for him someday. <laughs> <laughs> he wanted to, he wanted to throw that in there. It's like, yeah. no, this is this is my little child laborer that I have right here. Full disclosure, Katie, she is tall, six foot seven, two hundred fifty pounds, all muscle. I want y'all to know that. Mm-hmm. That's that's what she is. She <laughs> she is the man in the relationship. She's she's both men in the relationship. I'm like she is a gay relationship. She's both men and Jeremy's also something on the side. Anyway, I don't know that Jeremy and I would be together if I was six. Whatever. Yeah. Wait, why? What? What? What is? What's going on there? I don't know because I feel like most and and I know now that Jeremy's not like this, but most dudes. It's sexism alert. Most dudes don't like dating chicks that are like so much older than or so much taller than them. I have a I have a girlfriend and she's like she's like six, four. And she says she has so much trouble with it. Jeremy is 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 not is not self-conscious at all. He's legally a hobbit, though. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. He's hairy. Is what he is. He's got hairy feet. Nah. (laughs) This just turned into talk shit about Jeremy. Talk shit about Jeremy. Welcome back to talk shit about Jeremy cast. Nah, I mean, if I wanted to wear heels, he would be totally cool with it. But mm. I have bad knees, and so I'm not allowed to wear heels. And AKA, I can only wear them for like two hours max. Nice. I call them my two-hour heels, but most of them I'm starting to give away just because it's I can't go anywhere. And Flats are so much more practical. Enough with, enough with the heels. Bo? Hmm. I don't wear heels. No, oh, damn it. You, wait, <laughs> once. Have you ever wore, you worn heels for, for any cosplay? Uh, yeah, once I wore, uh, I think there were heels. I wore them for a Rocky Horror Picture Show. Oh, okay, you were uh, Frankenfurter? No, um, I just cross dressed. Okay, sweet. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Feel like, oh, lazy answer. Just cross dressed. Oh, is that all you did? It's my first time. I didn't know what to expect. <laughs> uh, so you had to do something weird. Gonna leave that. Th- I, I, actually, we probably talked about that on on your last show you were on. So we're just gonna leave that there. Do you? Uh, I guess blank statement. Again, absurdly, absurdly vague question, but is being self-employed, being a person that that runs their own business for everybody, like is it something that you can just muscle yourself into? Uh, I mean, if you have the muscle to muscle yourself into, yes. But other than that, no, it's definitely not for everybody because, I mean, it's, you know, if you're not, you're, if you're spending more than you make, that's scary as hell. If customers are down or jobs are jobs are down or whatever, and you've got to be dedicated, you got to follow up with people. You got to make sure shit gets done. And you got to do it right. And some people definitely aren't flat kind of workers. Because I'm I'm getting this idea. Like I have this stupid show. YouTube is blowing up. Eliza Koshy is was a Vine girl, and now she has her own tele well YouTube show. Well, she's she's on TV now. Like. It feels like in 2018, there is a there's a much greater opportunity for everybody to to run their own show, and it's a fantastic thing that is happening. But I I get the feeling that people are way overestimating their abilities, and you've done it for so long. 
do we think we're going to have a lot of broken hearts here in uh, uh, in the next twenty years? Because a lot of people are saying, like, fucking YouTube. YouTube's a thing. Let's make some money there. It's Bitcoin. Bitcoin's a thing. Let's make you know all these things avenues that they had to make money. We're just going to have a, a talent pool that is so scarce in twenty years. Uh, what do you mean by talent pool that's so scarce? Well, like I, people I, are just trying. I would think. I would think that from people that hit. What am I going to do with my life? Hmm. Six years ago or so, they saw all these avenues to make money. And you have to sacrifice a lot to make money in those avenues. So you might not go to college. You may not learn. Okay. So may, they, not, may not learn a trade. They, they skip out on picking up other job skills. Yeah. And focus yeah, on. Not, and, not, and I don't want to YouTube. say that college is, college is the end all be all, but just learning a trade, learning a skill set, learning anything that's going to, are we just going to have that ooh, there situation? There are people gonna, that are going to end up in that category. But I mean, if to be fair, if you want to have a successful YouTube show, you have to have some sort of skill to sell, mm-hmm. whether it's, Here's how I fix cars, or here's how we're modifying cars, or how to build a house, or how here's makeup uti- uh, tutorials, or hey, we're funny because we developed a comedy career. We spent a lot of time on that. You know, I mean, you gotta have material. Yeah, yeah. you have to have material. I I just don't know that anybody. I and I'm such a traditionalist in that respect. I I always, unfortunately, fortunately, what you want to call it, want to work for somebody. Somebody else can take all these hits. I want to have that standard or, or safety paycheck, which, of course, can go away immediately. So whatever, I'll be laid off immediately. But I at least would like to – I see that people are drawn to, oh, my God, I, I can do the things that I like doing and make money. And No, no, you can't. You have to have something that you can sell people. You have to have something that you can provide to people. You know what I mean? And that's what I think. And I'm, I'm just getting really – worried about everybody that's jumping on every train that doesn't that's not going to fine don't be a cog in the system that's fine be you but have something that is marketable have something that you can provide to somebody right and i don't know that 14 year olds there's a lot are, get, are, get, are, are hitting that just yet oh there's a lot of young people like i don't know how, what it really is but what i see in a lot of young people is they just don't know what the hell to do other than these menial uh, you know, store jobs. Do you do you kind of get that yeah. idea? It's like there's no like college is so freaking expensive. You're not guaranteed a job at all if you get out of college. I see so many people spend all this money on training or classes and degrees. Nothing comes out of it, and they just end up with a bunch of debt. It's super hard to find your way in this world for sure. Just a question, just as a question to both of you. Seventeen, sixteen, seventeen. You're starting to make that decision. Are we doing the right thing by driving? Because our generation, us millennials, what are you going to call them, are hitting that point where, where we were told college is the answer. College is the number one thing. And now we're having this backlash of, oh, we all went to school for shit that didn't matter, mind you. Everybody went to school for Swahili or underwater basket weaving, as the joke goes. And, oh, shit, I spent $100,000 and I don't have, a, don't have a job. Is that the right thing to do? Should we be really... Throwing like, hey, college is for some people. College is a great place to get a certain skill set, but don't rely on it like it's going to be an automatic. Like, are we are we fucking people up because yeah, of that? I would say, uh, and this is a conversation Jeremy and I have had um, about you know our future kids too. Is college is great, but especially like for example, Jeremy is super handy. He he is can, a woodworker. Can cook his ass off. 
he can he can cook his ass off. He's a he's a woodworker. He likes to he has those like raspberry pies where he is, you know, programming shit. And and he could have, you know, got a trades job somewhere and he would still be happy. Um, and so one of the things that we have discussed as, you know, us and of course, you know, my parents are more of the you should go to college and then you will get you know, whatever kind of job that comes from that degree. Well, the fact of the matter is, is you're not always going to pick that degree that you end up with. I mean, I started college with mechanical engineering. Um, I, I tried business. Um, I thought that was boring, for better or worse, which is funny now because I'm <laughs> in business. But the classes I was taking were, were I thought, stupid. Um, but, and that's why I'm back to school now and I'm taking the more useful classes. Um, but I think that there was a huge shift in society where everyone's like, I want to be a doctor, a lawyer, you know, a this, a that, and all of those careers were inundated and, and no one is like a welder, you know, a plumber, you know, a handyman. And so I, I think that for our kids, I would totally recommend something more of a trade school i worked for a metal fabrication plant mm -hmm. i know welders make bank and and the fact that nobody tells people mm -hmm. this like the my my good friend's dad the one who hired me he would pay for people to go to welding school to mm -hmm. work for him because he could not find anyone <laughs> to weld for him like so i think that there is a huge need for trade positions, but you have to be on your feet. You have to, you know, you have to be doing stuff physically. And for some reason, society is like, oh my God, if you have to like stand up and like use your hands and like make something, then then that's less than sitting on a at a desk. White collar and blue collar. Yeah, I totally agree with that. And in fact, welding is um, something I would consider going back to school for to learn how to do as a trade. Oh, it's great. I mean, I, I, I tell people that all the time when they're like talking about different jobs and I'm like, if, if you, if you have a technical skill, you could do so much. I, I always see plumber as the weird, weird way of putting this plumber is the piper plumber yeah. is the, is you have to pay that cause Sergi Brin and and Jeff Bezos and Warren Buffett ain't going in their fucking toilets and digging out tampons and 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 fecal mat like they're like I'll pay anything to not have to fuck with a toilet right now. I a, right. I got it, a quote once. Um, we had uh, had uh, some PVC pipe uh, break over a winter in uh, the second floor of my house. Mm -hmm. Didn't do any major damage, thankfully, um, but I didn't know what to do. We just shut the water off of, for the house. Right. And the quote we got from uh, a plumber, which was a flat rate plumber, yeah. is very professional, quote, quote, mm -hmm. um, I believe was about $600. Mm. And what I was told he was going to do, this was the cheapest option he had, was basically... So, uh, if since it didn't, he could do this, and it wouldn't involve any drywall work, and he would cap the lines. That's it. And these lines were completely exposed in the basement, just right there. And that was <laughs> just, his quote. Yeah. So whoop, I'm like, whoop. thinking about it, I'm like, okay, that's what you're offering. And it was a $35 call-out fee, so we paid that. 
I YouTubed it, went over to Lowe's, bought $15 worth of hardware and tools and whatever. And instead of putting in caps, I put in valves so I could shut the water off upstairs as needed and shut up, just shut them until I had a chance to go upstairs and fix the pipes. Right. And it was just completely ridiculous. But I, I agree, trades are huge. Um, Mike Rowe, like, I don't follow a lot of stuff. I really don't. I don't follow news. I don't follow podcasts. Sorry, I don't follow a whole lot of anything. But Mike Rowe is one of the uh, figures in this country I do respect and kind of follow and listen to. And he's definitely a big proponent of uh, we need skilled trade workers. Yeah. Cool. Well, and they're just, it's just the, the skills are dying off because old, old people are doing them and they're not training any young people. I mean, they've got decades of knowledge on how things work and, you know, how to do it best. And, and, and that's just going to, you know, basically die when they retire because they're not going to, after they retire, they're not going to be like, oh, let me take this person under my wing. Fuck right. that. But do, but do we need Coopers right now? I don't know. What's a Cooper? Is that a barrel uh, maker? Bar- yeah, barrel maker. I don't know why I went to Cooper. It, it feels like the job that, that is actually super maker's mark and, and uh, um, early times and Jim Bean and all those guys obviously need fucking Coopers. But how many Coopers do we need in the world? You know, like if you got if you got right. that skill. But then again, Maker's Mark is we'll pay we'll pay six hundred k or whatever. Fuck it, we don't care. We we're a million dollar business. We need Coopers. You're one of the last ones in the region, so fuck it. Yeah, you know what I mean, like that kind of idea. It's it's going to be a skill that I don't think anybody's going to go to college for to fucking build barrels. But you can't make whiskey without it. Right. And whiskey makes a shit ton of money. So half and half. Enough of this nonsense, good talk, and all this whatever. Kathleen, what is the last movie you saw that scared you? Ooh, that scared me? Mm-hmm. I don't really I don't really watch movies that scare me. I'm not really a big scary movie person. Oh no. Um yeah, I don't I don't know what it is. They uh they just don't do it for me. There's not. There's nothing that you that you. There's like nothing I can think of. Like I just I don't watch scary movies. I think the last thing that I watched that I found mildly disturbing, it wasn't scary. But I mean, Jeremy and I watched the first season of American Gods, and they had some disturbing scenes. And then American Horror Story, I watched. I don't know the first. Five seasons. That's a lot of seasons. Yeah, I got all the way to Freak Show. Freak Show was like, not, I didn't think, see, that's the thing. I don't think American Horror Story is scary. Yeah. I just think that they get very disturbing elements of society, and that is unmoving, or whatever we want to call it. Uh, But I don't remember the last time I was scared, like, I'm I'm very easily <laughs> startled, um, and it's it's actually a funny joke in the office. Like if you if you if I'm in the copy room, I'm in my zone making copies, and you just turn around and say, "Hey, Katie, I will scream." I see. You know what? You need to put bells around everybody in your uh, office. Just put yeah. bells on them. Yeah. So they so, know. Yeah. Bo. Hmm. Bo regard. Last movie you saw that scared you? It'd either be one of two. I know. Blair Witch, the new Blair Witch, was really good. Really? It freaked me out a little bit. Um, but the first Cloverfield that came out I've never several seen, years never ago. I've never seen that one. I had I watched it at a very small movie theater in a very small town. Yeah. 
and had to drive 30 minutes through the country right. to get back to where I was living at the time, mm-hmm. I was freaked out in the drive home. Yeah, think, thinking that like the monster, like a monster just, is just going yeah, to, like just, society is just going to like start. I was just, it was just flashing in front of my eyes. I was just like, Ugh. so definitely post movie, definitely that. But I think last movie that like during the movie, I was like, you know, that, that, the new Blair Witch movie was really good. Okay, never. Said, I feel like the Blair Witch is one of those lightning in the bottle things, like um, how we we got Borat and we tried again with uh, Bruno, right. and Bruno doesn't quite work as. Full disclosure, The Ring still kind of weirds me out to this day. You, like, obviously, now you can YouTube the, the cursed video. The imagery on it just fucking weirds me out. If I turn it on and watched it right now, I'd just be like, mm, I don't know how I feel about myself. Don't know how I feel about that. Don't like it. Don't, it, it just weird, man. Weird things kind of are yeah. unsettling to me, and I don't know why. Well, like in a in the last season that I watched of American Horror Story, I mean, they were like cutting people's like limbs off and then like reattaching them in weird places. Was that Roanoke? No, no Freak Show. No, that was Freak Show. Yeah. I never watched Roanoke. Oh, full disclosure, I've never watched any American Horror Story. I think I should, but I haven't. There, the, I'm starting to do a back an actual backlog. I said I'd do it, and I still haven't done it. But my, I want to start doing writing actual backlog to prove how insurmountable. It actually is to watch all the things I want to watch. And American Horror Story is kind of like, you've never seen that? That's really good. Add things to the list of shit that I'll never see. Because I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to watch The Wire. I want to. It's probably the highest thing on my list. Uh, Katie? Yes. What? What would be your goal for, for having your business? Do you, do you really, are you attracted to money or are you attracted to being your own woman and not having somebody ahead of you? Hmm. I mean, I like... I like the whole, I have the flexibility that like, you know, I've been actually kind of sick this past year. And so, you know, I, I have the flexibility that I can leave at two o'clock to go to the doctor. I mean, this is not a glamorous thing, but you know, that's, that's really nice that like, you know, I'm not feeling well. And so I'm just going to take a sick day, you know, and, and what's really nice about our business is, is an eight, eight employee you know, 10 person show. Um, and so we've got two different companies and what's really nice about it is we cross train everyone. And something that I really enjoy doing is teaching. I don't want to teach children because that sounds awful, but (laughs) you don't have to teach your own children soon enough. But like, that's something that I did with Mary Kay was, you know, you are meeting people and teaching them how to use stuff, apply stuff. And I, I like the helping aspect. Yeah. So for me, um, and I wear lots of hats, you know, I am the, you know. For In my head, when you said that, because you said Mary Kay, I thought the, <laughs> that literally, I'm like, wait, so where are we going? What about hats now? Oh, no, 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 but in the, me- in the metaphorically speaking, metaphorically speaking, but at where I work now, um, my dad and my company that we own together, he is, he is kind of the, I like to call him the brains and I'm more of the heart because I'm the one who goes around and I, you know, I, I talk to the customers, um, so he doesn't have to, um, if he doesn't have to talk to a customer and we're making money off on them then he's excited because his time is the more technical and where the big bucks okay. come from. But who's the muscle? Who like like breaks people's legs when need, when need be? Oh, that's me. 
Oh, uh, yeah. If, you're, but you're all busted up. You have no, you have no knees anymore. Oh, like, like if it's, uh, if it's like a, like a, like a bill, like a bill that we're like hunting down, yeah, or yeah. like, or like we've been charged multiple times for something, or you know, I think what's really nice about the way my dad and my partnership works is he is very forward thinking. He he sees that that the market is always changing and that we have to adapt to it. And the reason that our business works so well is our our competition is like this is our this is our industry and this is the way we do it. And we are like, well, this is the industry and these are the needs that our clients have. And so we're going to do what they're doing, plus we're also gonna meet their needs. And 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 we are honestly the best. I mean, and people tell us that all the time and we and what makes us work really well is we teach all of our employees how to do everything. Yeah. And so anyone can answer the phone and anyone can help you. And I mean, I feel like what we're really good at and and I feel like this is where I step in is I'm I have a very good support. You have a very good ability to speak well highly of yourself. <laughs> I know. I know you're going to give me a hard time about I, that. Yes, you're going to give me a hard time I'm about give that. Give you a hard time off mic, but yes, I, it, it, it came know, it came up recently in our conversation. I know, I, and I know, I and you know, love you to pieces. But I'm like, oh, I got I got to give a shit for this. But here's but the th- but to be fair, as you are, you're promoting yourself. Like you can't you can't sit and say I'm I'm the second best. Who the fuck's gonna pay you if you're the second best? Yeah, nobody wants the second best. But I mean, I would have to say that's I, definitely. I that's will definitely say. A- I will say. Children's Hospital, shittiest, or Cincinnati Children's, shittiest advertising ever. It's a whole thing, right? If you are in the top three and you're not, if you're not number one, but you're in the top three, never say you're number two. Say you're in the top three. Right. Cincinnati Children's keeps saying, we're the second best. That just makes you seem like the fucking, like, well, then fuck you. I'm just going to go to the best. Like, it's the worst average, or at least say the best. I think it's Seattle or some shit. It's like way out on the other side of the country. Best like, in the Midwest. Then. Best in the Midwest. Best in the region. Best in the state. Whatever. Never say, even, even if the second fastest person on the face of the planet is super fucking fast, never say you're the second fastest. Just say you're like, I'm one of the fastest. Fucking shit. There, Cincinnati Children's, that's a little... PSA for you, my <laughs> marketing guru right here. Sorry. Part of, I think, also being your own boss is it comes with the, like, anxiety that, that like, people won't think you are the best. Like, you have to tell them you are or else they won't come back. And, you know, and so there are days that I definitely, I, I sit in my office and, you know, uh, my dad is the tax lawyer. He's the one who does all the strategic planning, and I'm the one who execute everything around the office. And then I'm like, well, what am I without him? You know, because he's he does the forward thinking part of our business, and then I will be like, oh my god, you know, when he leaves, then you know everything will fall apart, and I'll you know curl up in a ball. And he's got to die sometime. You know, he says that all the time. <laughs> Awesome. I was, I was just going to be an asshole, but there know, we are. No, I mean, that's, that's what it, that's, you have that anxiety when you're a family business. We actually went through, um, this succession planning probably two years ago. And it's like, what happens if he gets hit by a bus? You know, what are the things that you do? And like, he wants to retire eventually. And so like, how many years are we going to do it? And so what do I need to learn? And our, our like game plan is like in the next 10 years to get me to where I need to be. And so I'm always 
learning from him, always trying to get to the point where I feel more comfortable. And I've been working full time for him for, you know, almost six years. And I'm way more confident now than when I walked in that door. But if you had told me six years ago that I'm going to be more confident in six years, I would have been like, no, I'm a worm. Like, (laughs) I will never be good at this. Like, because it was all new. It was all new stuff. And so I was like, there's no way I will know all of it. You You were always the person with no knowledge until all of a sudden you become that thing. Like, wait a minute, wait a minute. I'm a... I'm a basketball player. No, I'm a guy that likes playing basketball. And all of a sudden, you're starting for the uh, the Boston Celtics. And you're like, wait a minute. I'm actually a basketball player. Like, this is actually happening. This is real. But it's nice. Wait, was that? Oh, I remember the first time a you were played. You played for the Boston no. Celtics? Uh, twice. <laughs> uh, you, you, to be fair, rode the bench. You rode the bench, but you did get, you get some minutes. You get some yeah. minutes. Anyway. Um, I remember the first time a customer called me the expert. <laughs> that was a very like oh I'm the expert oh, like I said oh. it out loud I'm like oh I'm the expert I'm like I shouldn't have said that but it was a very uh, moment where oh yeah I'm that guy oh yeah, yeah I'm the guy that knows like like you do realize like amongst your contemporaries people that are your I guess she'd be more your contemporary but people that are your age and people that are in your friend group I would like yeah that that guy yeah Bo he knows computers he's the guy to call like if you need somebody to do shit. I would suggest him. You know what I mean? Like, you yeah. are that guy. And I, I don't know if that dawns on you the way it should, but, or I mean, maybe it didn't back in the day. Perception's a weird thing. It is. I agree. Because when you, I, I would say you always, when you are, and, and, and my dad and I are in this together, so I don't, I'm not at it alone, but when you are, you know, your whole life is dependent on, like, doing well. I remember when, uh, so we talked, or you talked about this on the marriage cast that, or with Jeremy, that we went through, we went through a book about, about all the questions. And one of the issues we had was like, if you, if you work for a family business, and this is a question that came from when we did the succession planning, like, do you expect your spouse to come work for the business? And the thing that we discussed was no, Um, He doesn't want to, and I don't want him because it would be too much burden on just that one business to say both of our revenues come from one place. Right. And so uh, it's it is it is crazy. And, you know, this year we're having we're having a dynamite year. But, you know, it all is dependent on, you know, our our clients needing us. And so, like, maybe next year is is not going to be as good. And so we just. We have to plan for that and know that we're not always going to be great and or every year is not going to be better than the next and be okay with that. Listen, Kathleen. Yeah. Here's a question. Do you consider yourself a sugar mama? (laughs) Perception is everything. Remember this. There's a there's a young man who's sitting around thinking like, man, you know what? I got myself. Girl's going to take care of. Is that do you consider yourself a sugar mama? Um. I do not. But, <laughs> I do but, not, but, but he did get a nice new Kia. No, 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 no. Jeremy has made this joke in, in front of other people before about basically, you know, Katie Katie makes more money than me. Like, I, I like, landed – I don't remember what he said. I asked him not to say it ever again. I mean, it's funny that I'm saying it in the podcast. Uh, but nice. um, That'll go out to nobody. It'll go out that, to – That it, nobody <laughs> listens to. Anyway. But, I mean, I, I, mean, I don't remember – what was said, I think it was at, you know, uh, 
the Frigger Blot party or something. And, and he basically, you know, he, he said like I was his sugar mama or something. And, and he says it in a, in the way that he explained it to me is, is he's proud of me and he's proud of how successful I am. And that's why he says it that way. So, but it was funny that I was just like, I was just like, oh, that I have never been, it's never occurred to me that that would be me in the future, but but here you are. You're going to be a sugar mama. You're going to be a sugar mama and a milf at some point in your life. Think about that. You just put that in your mind. Okay. <laughs> I want you to know that that's your life. There's. You're going to have a 16 year old friend of your your son or whatever come around and like, oh man, Miss Kathleen is so hot. And they're, <laughs> they're going to want to have sex with you. Playing oh. Stacy's mom all the time. Yeah, basically, oh. it's a Stacy's mom situation. Like, hey, listen. Bo is already a Dill, so it doesn't matter. So here's here's actually completely... <laughs> not because you have kids, but somebody is like, he's an older man. I've got to have sex with him. Oh, I beat my kids. <laughs> Wait, you, you beat your kids? Yeah. You would? I would. Yeah, of course of course you would. That's yeah. that's your standard. Yeah. No. What? No. Uh, are, we, are we beating your kids or not? Are we beating our kids or not? I don't have any kids. Are, I can, I'm never having kids. When we, get, when we adopt, are we beating kids? How far out in the country are we? <laughs> this far, right here downtown. No, they won't hear. It's, we're in the ghetto. We don't care. They don't, nobody cares. Uh, well, if we're here, I guess it's okay. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Be, you know, beat if you say it's okay, it's okay. Sweet, beating our kids. I gotta say though, I have a sister who is uh, ten years younger than I am, and when when people when people are like, oh, I was dating that like. Like they got caught for dating like a sixteen year old. I'm like, how did you not know? They're baby faces. Like, I've never seen a quote unquote mature looking sixteen year old. It's because you're you're also looking at men. No, my sister when she was sixteen, she looked she looked every bit of sixteen. I, I th- I'm gonna word this carefully before I get arrested. But anyway, <laughs> no, no, no. Four, four young ladies. Obviously, ladies tend to look up anyhow, but... That's true. We looked... I look like a fucking ass, like a tiny little babby without this stupid little chin tuft thing. Like, <laughs> fully shaved, I'm like, no, this is terrible. And 16-year-olds can't grow beards or anything, so it's very, very obvious when, I I, when a boy is there versus a man. Women are a little bit more difficult because they don't have certain tells like that. That's... I mean, I, I just feel like I haven't seen... A sixteen-year-old girl that I wasn't like that—that that chick is sixteen. No, yeah, purses. By the way, is the thing that I've come to realize. I can tell a woman and a girl immediately apart because, by their purse. Because girls don't carry purses; women carry purses. That's true. Because women or girls tend to walk with or with their parents. So, um. like, oh, they're going to carry all this crap for me. Who the hell cares? But then, as soon as they hit twenty or eighteen and or whatever it is, they're like, their own shit. oh, I got to carry all this crap around with me. And they're, Reason number 4,812, why it's better to be a guy. Well, you know what? Speaking of starting your own business, though, I have told people up and down that if I had the startup ability to do this, um, it has, and it has pockets, I'd like <laughs> to, you know, copyright that for the name of my next business. You can, can't it, you? Uh, I don't know. Just get the, just get the copyright right I now. Mean, I'm, on, I'm just going to say gonna say yeah, that, you know, it. I'm just going to like, it's going to specialize in dresses, cute dresses and skirts, and every single piece of clothing is going to have a usable pocket. I'll, I'll go with, I'll go in on you with that because again, I know a lot of ladies and like I'm, I, that's one, again, don't know makeup prices, but I did learn that. I'm like, 
you don't your clothing is not functional at all. Yeah, it's all thin and none of it has pockets. Um, Life is stupid. I I had a pair of dress pants and I didn't know the level of pockets because they always no sew, level of pockets. They always sew the pockets when you're buying them, so right. you don't know how big the pocket is until you have to cut the thread to right. open it up. And I could not even fit two thirds a credit card in how deep it was. Nice. What the fuck am I supposed to put in that? My because barrettes. You gotta, you gotta make, you gotta make all the, you gotta look good though. It's the key. It's taken. And it, it has pockets.com. It's taken. Damn ah. it, that's well, that pretty slick. To be fair, well, to be fair, you can get the, you can get the net, you can get the net. This, this. BeyondLastCall.net for everybody that's listening. That's uh, clear. There's like dot shop and all sorts of <laughs> weird shop. Yeah. That's no, bullshit. Yeah. Um, I did see, yo, yo, real talk. Yeah. I did see a big post and it, it was trending. Um, wedding dresses with pockets. Uh, I tried a dress on with pockets. Yeah. And if it wasn't made of satin and I wasn't getting married in August, it totally would have been it. Yeah. Wedding, like I saw that. I saw her put her hands like. That's pretty. That's pretty lie. That's people, pretty lie. People are like, "Why do you need pockets for your wedding dress? Everyone's just gonna carry your shit for you." I'm like, "Because I can't have pockets. Because little shit, chapstick, and all kinds of little bullshit. Yeah, fuck like, it. fuck you. I I could have pockets for something. Because a- after I'm married, I'm gonna be on the dance floor doing things, or like yeah. maybe maybe it's not a cash bar or something, whatever. You know, a credit card. You don't know. You don't know my life. Right. Bo, grab me a black and grab me a yellow. You'll give me. Million dollars, but anytime you become sexually aroused, that's a lot of money. The next time you speak to someone, you have to call them a cunt (laughs) without explanation. Every time I get sexually, wait, wait, what's the first? Every time, anytime you become sexually aroused, the next time you speak to someone, you have to call them a cunt without explanation, dude. I could totally rock that. You could rock that, yeah. What? What? No. Is it because you're not aroused that often, or is it because you're just an asshole? Oh, I'm an asshole. <laughs> Dude, what if you move to like Australia or someplace where you know, it's just a real vulgar area? Oh, they're going blah, 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 blah. Because, well, you know, I think in Australia and or England, it's it's like it's lower tier for them. America's like the highest right. tier or whatever. Right. But but st- no, you, you can't explain it. No, never. You're just like, hey, you fucking cunt. Like, what? what? You, t- you, say that to, you say that to your brother. You just well, have you're, to. You're my favorite cunt, so let's do this. So anyhow. <laughs> Uh, Kathleen, you taking that deal? Million dollars. Same one, or am I am I grabbing my own card? Same deal. Same deal. Same million deal. dollars. Uh, let me see it again. I mean, probably. Probably. Million dollars, but anytime you become sexually aroused, uh, the next time you speak to someone, you have to call them a cunt. Uh, yeah. I mean, I could do that. I mean, I guess. Jer- I guess. What are I guess all? I, I mean, I it's I I wouldn't because you should think of a better cuss word than cunt. Number one. That's why. That's why it's a million dollars. If you if you call if you call my doo doo head, then of course you're not getting money for that. But here's the question. Okay, you get a million dollars, and what is the time frame? Is this every day for the rest of your life? Rest of your life. Yes. But you get one million dollars. But you have to do it for the rest of your life. Yeah. Um, you, they, they write you the check, tax free. Sure. Fuck it. Why not? <laughs> I mean. So you get a net million dollars. I guess. I mean, am I being taxed on that? Is that yeah, like... Yeah, no, you're, you're, you're netting. Is that tax-free? N- net a million yeah, dollars. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Post-tax. Yeah, yeah. But, okay, so consider the scenario, though. So if you're with your spouse or, or what have yeah, you, and, and you're going to be calling them a cunt every time during sex. No, because that would be one cycle. You'd be, you'd be no, aroused. I get sexually aroused, and we're going to talk during sex. I'm not. That's what... You talk during sex? What kind of weirdo are you? Anyhow. <laughs> the, the, uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> I'd hope. See, yeah, see, that's what nope. I'm thinking. You're like, yeah, it's okay because it's it's always going to be Cause, Jeremy. Because you because you but say like, but well, like how, well, what about often? Big Bruce? Mm. When when he when he when eventually it gets a little stale, you have to bring in Big Bruce. I guess the question is if you become sexually aroused in public. Here's the thing. That's the thing I could deal with. Yeah. <laughs> you all are you all are monsters. What are you doing? Because I'm thinking. Here's the thing. If I need to log on to a website, I have to. That happened. So the next person that I have to talk to, face to face, I don't know, whatever. The next text I have to send has got to be that. I'm 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 pouring hubby get back there, and then like all of a sudden, like, well, I gotta just fucking say this shit. That's that's my life. I'll be your proxy. Do you know how much I jerk off? <laughs> I'll, I'll find out. Yeah, barely you will. <laughs> that, I, I think we're finding out right now. Oh, hey. <laughs> oh, I'm impotent. Anyway, well, it's it's just it's so it's kind of a weird question. That but it's supposed to be a weird question. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. To be fair, we've learned absolutely nothing except our feelings on the c word. But outside of that, we actually had a, the, the probably the most responsible and nuanced conversation that we've ever had on this show. And I feel really bad about that. What have I become? Well, for those of out there listening, please learn a trade. Learn a skill that is going to last you for, for life. Because farming bitcoins and doing things that entertain people are really great. But everybody needs a plumber. Everybody needs a welder. Or a bricklayer or something like that. It's been so much fun hanging out with you guys. Yeah. yeah. Thanks for being here. Uh, Bo, got anything to plug? Uh, Closing down the business, so no. (laughs) Excellent work. Well, I'll give you three more clients that won't mean the shit to you when you're off in Aruba, right? So yeah, you moved to Aruba. Kathleen, got anything to plug? Well, I would have to say that if you're crafty, I'm making all my centerpieces for my wedding. And so there's a lot of folding. Oh, I'm sorry. That's, that's mean. That's mean. <laughs> there's a lot, of, a lot of what? There's a lot of folding. Uh, so so uh, I'm, I've got all these like book book paper that I'm, uh, that I'm cutting up, and then I'm making the flowers out of books. And uh, that's going to be my centerpieces. And uh, our friend Trish gave me this medical textbook, which is uh, oddly copyright written on uh, – actually, it's – uh, 1986, um, but it, it, it reads like 1960. So what we, it calls people all people colors and such. No, and I'm trying to. Re- I can't remember. What ex- <laughs> I'm gonna have to think about it now. But there were there were definitely some some weird ones where it's ah uh, I'm I'm drawing a blank right now. But the the red scare is coming for you. Ah, cha cha cha. Oh, I, I remember what like it was. It, it, it was like nicotine can be good for your health or something. Something uh, like uh, and uh, smoking uh, in. Uh, I, I remember like smoking in moderation can be okay. And uh, it was just like I was like, mm, I mm, don't mm, think so. Don't know actually. about that. Don't know about that. Mm. But sponsored uh, by Marlboro. Yeah, I mean, sponsored by everything. Winston. Oh, oh, Winston. Holy shit! Is Winston's company? That's still a company. So, so I dash guess folks. I don't have anything real, real to plug. But I mean, if you're crafty and you want to help me make my centerpieces, you know, I'm, I'm here this for is, it. This is on the internet. This goes out to everybody in the world. People across the nation and across the seas can hear this. What's okay. your website? What's your number? How do they get a hold of you? Uh, oh, what's, yeah, what, what's your phone number? It's just me hitting on you right now. Instagram five five. <laughs> 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 to be fair, I literally have your. How did I? Anything I got you? 
well, you're, I don't have your fiance's phone number yet. You, you came here, so fuck it. No. I know. I got it. I got it. I meant, actually, you, nope, when you. I refuse it. Now we're not friends. Fuck no, him. you fuck refuse him. it? Okay. Fuck him. I felt, I felt bad because you, when you told me to tell him that it was, it was, it was uploaded and that he did a good job or whatever you said, I was like, I was like, oh, I guess I should give him. You should the, probably give, yeah. Yeah, I could give Thomas the phone number. Yeah, but actually. then I forgot and here we are again. And fuck, fuck it. It doesn't matter. I'll never call him anymore. But whatever. Anyway. Well, thank you. Uh, that's that's all I got. I never know how to end these stupid shows. You're just gonna leave me on that. You're just gonna leave me. Just, <laughs> great, fantastic. That one's that one's fine. I'm 